Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about a woman who dreamed of a better world and brought that vision to life in her writing. This woman was an American abolitionist and authored over 30 books. Let's talk about Harriet Beecher Stowe. Harriet Elizabeth Beecher was born to a famous religious family in June 1811. Her family lived in Litchfield, Connecticut, and Harriet was the seventh of 13 children. Harriet's father was an outspoken preacher named Lyman Beecher, and her mother, Roxana Foote Beecher, was a devout Christian who passed away when Harriet was just five years old. Harriet got a traditional academic education at Hartford Female Seminary, which was run by her older sister, Catherine. The curriculum focused on the classics, with additional courses on languages and math. At the time, that level of education was mostly reserved for men. Harriet's writing skills were apparent early on in the quality of essays she wrote for school. When she finished, she became a teacher. And then, when Harriet was 21, her father became the president of the esteemed Lane Theological Seminary in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Harriet went with him. In Cincinnati, Harriet met some of the great minds and reformers of the day, including noted abolitionists. She also joined the Semicolon Club, a literary salon and social club. In 1833, Harriet published her first book called Primary Geography, which talked about the diverse cultures and vistas of the West. Three years later, in 1836, Harriet met and married Calvin Stowe, a professor at her father's seminary. Calvin encouraged Harriet's writing and they had seven children together. Harriet wrote countless articles and 30 books on a variety of subjects, including nonfiction works about homemaking and religion, as well as novels. Tragedy struck when one of Harriet's children died of cholera during an epidemic of the time. She later said that this experience inspired great empathy for enslaved mothers who had their children stolen away from them. It is over, and our dear little one is gone from us. My Charlie, my baby, so loving and sweet, so full of life and hope and strength. When the Fugitive Slave Law was passed in 1850, Harriet and many others in the northern United States were furious. The act legally required people in the North to return runaway slaves to the South. Harriet told the editor of the National Era at the time, I feel now that the time has come when even a woman or a child who can speak a word for freedom and humanity is bound to speak. I hope every woman who can write will not be silent. Harriet put her pen to paper and wrote her most famous work, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Originally, the book was published as weekly installments in a newspaper from June 5, 1851 to April 1, 1852. In March of 1852, Uncle Tom's Cabin was finally published as a single book. It sold a record 300,000 copies and was later performed on stage and translated into dozens of languages. Harriet's emotional appeal in Uncle Tom's Cabin showed the effects of slavery on individuals and captivated the nation. She was able to show that slavery touched every corner of society, from people directly involved, like masters, traders, and slaves, to bystanders living seemingly unconnected lives. When some claimed her portrait of slavery was inaccurate, Harriet published Key to Uncle Tom's Cabin, a book of primary source historical documents that backed up her account. 
including the narratives of notable former slaves Frederick Douglass and Josiah Henderson. Much of the reception of the book was positive, but authors in the South were outraged and wrote several books attempting to portray slavery in a more positive light. Those books are now known as anti-Tom novels. Harriet used her book's fame to petition to end slavery. She went on tour nationally and internationally to talk about her book, and she donated some of her earnings to anti-slavery causes. She continued writing abolitionist papers and was one of the most visible public writers during the U.S. Civil War. Harriet met President Abraham Lincoln in 1862, and while the content of their conversation is scarcely known and still debated, some accounts say that Lincoln greeted Harriet by saying, So you are the little woman who wrote the book that started this great war. She passed away in Hartford, Connecticut at the age of 85. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another incredible dreamer. Next time we'll be talking about a woman who lit up the big screen. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Casper. Casper mattresses and products let today's dreamers get the sleep they need to turn their ideas into reality. Special thanks to the one and only Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and the brain behind this amazing collection of women. Talk to you tomorrow.